It only took two takes. That was really good. I got to put my cans back on. You got to put your earbuds. There we go. Hi, everyone. Hey. How's it go? It's so weird, like doing it like without the headphones, you don't feel like you're in it. And then yeah. you put the headphones on, it's like, oh, it's, it's go time. Because you can hear our, how good we sound. It's go time. You know what's by amazing? Very vo- by the, very equipment, white voice. the equipment you have is so good that people <laughs> think we have these very sexy radio voices. And yeah, then in real life, we talk like this. Yeah, I can actually make my voice a little deeper by going like, like that. Manilow, Look at that. Yeah. Ladies. Be like, um, this, I guess that's probably what like everybody <laughs> does just to make their voice. Or let's just go crazy and just can make it like really high. Let's see changing all my levels here <laughs> i don't even know where i'm going you know what's amazing is if you've ever i know obviously like the joke about oh you have a face for radio that's me but i'm always surprised like if you do see certain radio personalities like how different they look compared yeah. to their voices like my favorite is um elvis duran i've been listening to him for years i love elvis duran's morning show and Everybody has like, obviously all these different personalities, but then you see them. Like I've seen photos of like what Elvis. He's like a really big guy, right? Yeah. He's shorter. He's like kind of heavy set, but he's just, he's really big guy. He's shorter. He's, but I I thought you meant like, no, like tall. Is he a tall guy? No, I I think he's more wide than tall, but he's amazing. And he's so funny. And like, you think like, I thought, Oh he must be so cute. And then he wasn't my type. I listened to a, a lot of Howard Stern and everyone knows that he looks like. So it was, it was one of those like, okay. He looks like a Muppet, but he has he's, a hot wife. He's, he's, re- he's really large. Um, and then there's there's actually another radio personality. Like I'd hate like the morning zoos and stuff. <laughs> They're so terrible. Uh, God. Call text in now. Call in now to get your, uh, you know, we're going to be, you know, at TGI Fridays. Come come hang out. Come it's like, stop oh by. my God. Um, no, but there's one radio guy that I listen, um, when I drop off Noah, I spend like 10 minutes in the car. Mm-hmm. There's one... Uh, Bubba the Love Sponge. I know Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> I think I was talking about it. He's, uh, it's, it's, my niece listens. She's like, he's really aggressive. And I was like, yeah, it's whatever. Uh, but then there's another guy, Bobby Bones. Uh-huh. He does like, a, it's like, he's like on the country music stations. His is kind of like more like child friendly and stuff. But he's somebody who doesn't have your typical radio voice. He almost sounds like just like one of your friends. Kind of just kind of like. That's like, cool. It's, it's neat. It's like a totally different voice than everybody else has. So yeah, that's, um, yeah. So that's. That's, all right. That, that's, our, <laughs> that's our that's our competitors. So that's our intro. That's our competitors out there that we're gonna take. That. We should start a radio war. <laughs> we really should, right? <laughs> take on Bobby Bones. And they'll be like, "So I heard about this podcast. Yeah. What the heck's up with yeah, these Bobby people?" Bobby Bones, you asshole! <laughs> Come on here and you know and take us. So, um, yeah. So Megan, how was your week? How's how are things going? My week has been really really good. Thank you for asking. Of course, getting ready for the holiday weekend. It seems so selfish. Don't you ever sometimes feel like? Obviously, you and I don't have, and I'm air quoting, even though people can't see, like normal jobs, quote, yeah, quote. Sure. And still, I get so excited for the weekend or for holiday weekends. And of course, my boyfriend's like, you don't even go to an office. <sighs> what would you care about? Every day is a Saturday. I don't. I don't get excited for weekends. <laughs> well, that means because everybody in everybody town. Every, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, like, when I grew up, I remember in, uh, in some, like, um, during the summer vacation and summer breaks, um, when... I love the weeks, like the, the weekdays, because it was like me and my two sisters, we'd hang out and just kind of have fun. My parents would work. And my dad used to leave, I hated these. He used to leave lists every single day of like, you know, five or six things like, you know, do the laundry, fold the socks. By the way, we had like three or four bushels of socks and like two <laughs> bushels had no matching one. It was terrible. Uh, but he used to leave like these lists and we, we had to like get them done before the end of the day. So he would either come home at lunch 
or he would, um, you know, or he'd call and be like, do you have your list done? And I was such a, like a punk ass little kid back then too. <laughs> and I was like, I got till five o'clock. I'll get it done by then. <laughs> and he hated it. He hated it. And so I literally would wait all day till about four 30 and just get everything done. So when he came home, I'd be like, that's oh, done. See? And he's like, well, why don't you just do it earlier? I was like, you just told me I had to get it done before the end of the day. Not, no, you know, oh, not you should have been a lawyer. Um, but I just, but anyways, and I hated like the weekends cause I was like, okay, now my parents are home and now we just have to like, you know, play board games or do whatever. <laughs> but during the week it was just like me, my, my two sisters just running amok you know we would uh where we lived we could you could walk to like 7-eleven so we'd go walk to 7-eleven and just you know and we could also walk to a video store because back then we didn't have like netflix or anything so we would walk to a video store so actually i'm not a big movie watcher but i did watch a ton of movies probably from the age of like fifth to like fifth grade till like maybe like 10th grade and stuff that's funny you walked to a 7-eleven um when i was in middle school my best friend and i we used to walk to a boston market and then to a Blockbuster <laughs> next door. Well, you were going to a gas station. I, <laughs> it wasn't a gas station at the time. It was just a, a seven, convenience a store. Corner store. <laughs> a corner store. Is, you know, it was very American-like, you know, <laughs> walking to the corner store. But I would get, uh, like, baseball cards and Slurpees and... Um, beef, I haven't had beef a jerky. Sli- I love beef jerky. I'm ashamed to admit yeah. it, but I do. That's, like, my dirty little Beef jerky... Yes, beef jerky. Um, and then my other thing that you, and I never liked the sweet stuff, um, was combos. You know combos? They're those like, like the ones that like ones. tasted like pizza or yeah, nacho the, cheese. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Those, no wonder you were fat. No, <laughs> I was not <laughs> fat back then. Those were uh, those were the jump off, as the kids are saying. Those um, I love those combos. And then a combos kid, on fleek. Uh, yeah, That's fleek, what the kids are geez. saying. Um, and then they also had like the fun dip too, where you uh-huh. lick that big old oh stick god. and put it. In, oh. I didn't, I didn't like that, but I was into the I was into the Slurpees, um, and then Surge came out. You remember Surge? Amazing, you weren't a stoner going back to last week's podcast because yeah. you certainly ate like one. I did, um, but the funny thing is, and I grew up in that house pretty much my entire young uh, childhood and adult young adult life, <laughs> and like around like senior year of high school as we're growing up. Now I'm starting to go out, right? And uh, I remember me and my friend Craig. I love Craig, and um, he would. Uh, uh, Craig was like a Craig was we were on the football team. Craig was like one of these one of these bigger kind of like lineman guys. I love Craig, and um, we would go out, and Craig would spend the night because we wouldn't mm-hmm. want to drive home. So we'd go out, come home like at you know midnight or whatever, and like we'd come home, be all jazzed up, like God, we're so hungry. Let's walk to Seven Eleven. So we walk, <laughs> we'd like walk to Seven Eleven like at midnight, and we would go and get these big bowls of like nachos like with oh, cheese God. and chili and jalapenos and literally like we wouldn't say an entire word back from the walk it was probably like a 10 minute walk because we just eat the whole eat thing it. and we didn't finish it there we didn't finish it on the walk we'd finish it in the room and i remember my mom she'd like and like my mom and my oh. sister's like your room smells so disgusting because you think like after all that beer that you're drinking after all like you know the nachos yeah, two the gas boys. is starting to oh, you know it just and she was just they would open the door like oh my god it smells so terrible in here. <laughs> and the and the, f- the, f- the the favorite line or the fame line was it smells like a damn brewery in here <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah that was that was my childhood <laughs> so what's going on this weekend oh so uh so this weekend our good friend uh dr josh and his family mm-hmm. are coming down i'll try and convince dr josh to make a late night walk with me to 7-eleven to get some nachos <laughs> you're gonna have your work cut out for you between your ukulele and how amazing he is yeah. at playing the guitar and his kids 
No, he's like, like he's like a backup f- singer. Yeah, he's he's like a full on musician. He's amazing. And his daughters are unbelievable singers. Uh-huh. And it's I, really cool. I just know a couple chords on the ukulele and pretend to go along. So You know that your daughter is gonna be making them sing the frozen song oh over and over and over oh again. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that's that's gonna happen. So Dr. Josh et al. come in <laughs> tomorrow. I gotta pick them up at the airport. Um, and we're gonna hang out and um, just good old fashioned Labor Day weekend, you know. It's um, so nice that we're so fortunate living somewhere like this, where people do come for a vacation. And yeah. sometimes I like forget that. Yeah. Like I just had a girlfriend that was in town this past weekend from New York, and it's so funny, you know, because we get used to where we live, and obviously you and I we appreciate both living in you know such tropical places. But I forget sometimes, yeah. you know, like I look at everything like just with my blinders on when I go through my day to day life. And so I had somebody in town, and she was like, oh. It's so beautiful here. It's so this. Oh, I love your apartment. Oh, the view. Oh, let's go here. Let's walk here. And I'm just like pretending to be that tourist with her. And I'm yes. like, wow. You know, like my puffing my chest up. I'm like, yeah, it <laughs> is great here. You know, it is. So Come nice. back anytime. I mean, everybody else says that, you know, we live where people vacation, but I, you know, it's, it's so nice. Mm-hmm. And um, it is yeah. something that I've actually, I've gotten away from doing, but I've started doing it even more now was just taking walks on the beach. Mm-hmm. And so like I did that this morning when I dropped off, no, I just went to, you know, and I actually was going to talk about this for a topic. I thought it'd be boring, but hey, here we are, right? Um, <laughs> We're but, once again going off list. Yeah, so... <laughs> why do we, why do we even make everything. the list? It's so cool. <laughs> One of my favorite bands, OAR, they have like a set list that they do, like they do before a show. Uh-huh. And there's like 20, 22 songs in there. And they end up like changing it up. Like, into That's doodling. cool. It's really cool. So I kind of feel like them right You're now. You're so like OAR. So Let's like get OAR on the show. <laughs> so no, anyway, so this morning... Um, I was um so I like to go to the like I was going to the beach I was like let me gather my thoughts for the show and everything, um like it's a big time sold out show or something, <laughs> <laughs> and so I went to and, and I was like you know I really need to do my workout um you know in the morning it's my twenty five minute workout but I was like you know what screw it I'm gonna do my walk instead yeah. so I actually went for walk but it was an internal battle that I had was like you know you get on such these regiments of like doing your workouts mm-hmm. when I was like you know it's still kind of healthy to go for a long walk on the beach and get my thoughts together so I might do it this this afternoon I might not I have a couple calls and stuff like that absolutely I think I'm the same way you know I always get stuck in like going to the gym I feel like I have to be there and that's two and a half hours not always I um, feel like okay I have to be there I have to do this I have to do this but like the other day Colin and I went on a bike ride and we rode our bikes for like an hour and a half an hour or so and it was really nice and like you know it's a great workout that way too so like sometimes we get stuck in these ruts and we now, don't realize. Now did you do that instead of working out? Yeah, or you yeah. Did? Like he was, I didn't work out during the morning and so he came home from work and yeah. obviously he sits at a desk all day so he wanted to go do something and we got some new bikes. Oh, so you bought you bought some new bikes? We got some handed down to us. Oh. My dad and his wife bought new bikes so they gave us their did older bikes. you get beach bikes. cruisers? Or did we you got hybrid bikes. So What's they're a, hybrid, a mix hi- of a beach cruiser and a um, like a road bike. Yeah. So the tires are thinner so they can be a road bike but it has gears on it and stuff. Oh. It's cool. Have you seen these? Have you seen that they're not new but the bikes with the big wheels on yeah, them? Yeah, I see some people that ride those on the beach. The, they're good for like riding on sand. Can people do that down there? Mm-hmm. See, like right up here, I guess maybe just at low tide. You can, only you can ride on the beach. You can, there's, I think like in South beach where I live, it's like up to 23rd street. You know, the streets start at like zero and yeah. go up number wise, north to south, uh, south to north. And so you can ride your bike on the boardwalk until like 23rd. But then I mean, boardwalk. You know. See, that's crazy. because we don't even have a boardwalk here. And you we're don't? literally like an hour and a half north of that's you. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, do you like the boardwalk life? Do you like, think it's cool or? I mean, I think it's pretty to ride around on yeah. and whatnot, but obviously those areas, you know, are so congested with tourists during certain what times is, of year. What is the, um, what's like the most non-congested time on the boardwalk? Oh my God. I mean, you'd have to go probably 
when it's still Monday dark morning. out. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, people and people come in South Beach, like where the boardwalk is, it's Ocean Drive. Yep. And Ocean Drive is actually one of the most photographed and filmed streets in the world. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I know, right? Just down the street <laughs> from me. It's just right, right behind uh, my let house. Let me just brush my shoulders off. Um, because so there's so many people that come. You know, you figure people yeah. come to Miami Beach from all over the world. And, you know, we always think like, oh, it must just be like spring break crowd yep. or whatnot. I mean, there are families that come from Europe and Asia and the Middle East to South Beach. Yep. And when you think of Miami Beach... People think, oh, Miami Vice, Ocean Drive, all of that. I mean, it sounds silly, but it's true. Yeah. And so that's like where everybody sort of congregates. So as far as like restaurants and things, you know, you would never eat over there. Yeah. But that's like every time we have visitors, that's like our back pocket. Like, yeah. oh, we'll take them on Ocean Drive. Oh, will we see Gloria Stefan? Probably. You might, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's Megan. where they have those giant cocktails, you know, that are like bright blue <laughs> with like the Coronas that stick out of them. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever ordered, ordered, ordered no, one of those? never. No. I wouldn't be able to walk home. They're very touristy drinks. Oh, give, give me that drink with the Corona upside down. I mean, can you imagine ordering something like that? Uh, Megan, we forgot to tell everybody what we're giving away today. And oh while my you gosh, do that, always do I this. have to go get a drink of water in my mouth. I just need some okay, water Okay, so, right all right. You do the play-by-play. That's fine. So we are actually going to be giving away some alternative daily hats. Now, we did this one time before, and the response was overwhelming. These hats are awesome. I personally have one. I had to really, really, really work my magic with you Jake. I have, yeah, I had to work my magic with Jake to get a second one to give to my boyfriend because he was so jealous when we all got them at the company retreat. So we are going to be giving out 50 hats. However, we're not going to tell you how you're going to win one until the middle of the show where we will also announce the winner of the Yeti Hopper. And we have a little bit of a surprise there too. Because we had, it's good. You're fresh now. Water, yeah. It's the Berkey <laughs> it's water. From the Berkey it's water from the Berkey water filter. I'm sorry. I, I hate to do that in the middle of this really popular show. But, That's okay. Uh, you just left me hanging like yeah, that. Um, no, that, those hats are those hats are great. So we're giving them away. I mean, literally, we're going to tell you how to do it. It's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. I almost gave it away right there. I know you did. So, so our first topic. Yeah, go for it. Something that you experienced or you dealt with yesterday or the day before. Yeah, it's, it's this week. Um, so as we know that health is important to every living being on mm-hmm. here, um, we have uh, two wonderful dogs. Um, we have Brody. Combined weight of about eight pounds. <laughs> Brody and Lucy. Um, and Lucy is my active one. Um, she is the Jack Russell Rat Terrier mix. Mm-hmm. Lucy is 10. She'll be 10 this year. And I think so. I think it's 10. Um, but she still goes to the beach, catches frisbees. Like has We've not, posted photos of her on all day. Has not slowed down. She swims. She surfs. She paddleboards with me. She is staring at us right I now. I know. She's trying to she get really out She really wants to come out here. The problem is why we don't let her out is because she will, if she sees another dog or something, she will just bark and chase. And so, of course, we need to be professional here. Of and course. Have dog We're all barking. about professionalism. So, uh, and so that's, so that's Lucy. Lucy is, if Lucy was a human being, she'd probably be, you know, running triathlons, you know, kind of like the Michael Phelps, but minus the weed smoking and weirdness. (laughs) Um, she is completely, that's what makes Michael Phelps even better. Can we just pause for a moment and say, after he became like the most decorated Olympian of all time, surpassing Bruce Jenner. He then gets caught smoking a bong. I mean, if there is yeah, a, a better, deal. if there is a better advertisement for marijuana, <laughs> it is that right there. I don't think Lucy's ever smoked marijuana <laughs> though, so she's clean. Um, but she, Lucy, got a clean bill of health. Is in perfect shape. Awesome. Good for her. Now, little Miss Brody. Oh, Brody's my favorite. So Brody, <laughs> so Brody is a rat terrier. When we bought, when we bought, when we um actually received Brody, Brody was like two pounds. Like literally, and like her head was bigger than everything else. It was just she was just little thing. And How much is she now? Brody's a rat terrier. It's like three so this pounds? is this is the problem. So Brody 
is supposed to be five pounds. <laughs> Brody weighs seven pounds. Oh no, that's like obese. That's that's obese, and so she won't. She doesn't go for a walk. And believe it, we're. I'm an active guy. I like to go for the beach, go to the beach. And stuff like she just won't do it. She digs her hands into the um into the <laughs> sidewalk. One of the very first times, like we tried to go for a walk, like her paws were bleeding because she was just trying to just hold on. <laughs> so Brody's more of like a house cat. Um, that's why she's my favorite. But the cool I here's the cool Brody. thing is during the day, like she she has about like two or three like sprints of about thirty seconds where she like she's like a dog. She wants to play <laughs> and then she's done. Uh, but what she'll do is she'll scratch at the door probably around three o'clock in the afternoon, and she comes out here to the patio and then wants to go sit in the sun. She reminds me of my grandmother when she was still alive. <laughs> my grandmother liked to go sit in the sun like at three o'clock for like an hour just to get some vitamin D, which is awesome. That's Brody, and so Brody wants to go out in the sun for like just she, and she sits there just like a little old lady, just with like her little glasses and a reflective shade. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's awesome. And so um, anyways, so Brody on the other hand uh, weighs seven pounds, um, and she's supposed to be five. So we have to put Brody on a little bit of a diet. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, um, they told us, you know, it's, um, they're definitely seeing some joint issues with her and everything. And Brody, I think, is eight, seven or eight. So we, um, when you came over, Lucy was scratching at, like, the walls and stuff like that because now we have to keep their food separate. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, kind, I'm definitely oh. – we have a really good um, uh, food that we give to both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I have to ration out uh, Brody's. Like, Brody can only get, like, a third of a cup, like, in the morning and a third of a cup – like at night and stuff like that so i felt so bad kind of rationing it to her because yeah. usually we just keep food out and you know yeah, just whatever but apparently like lucy's fine like lucy can either her metabolism is great or and or that she just doesn't eat a lot brody can just sit there and snack all day so it's on us now we actually have to fix it so we have to put her on a little bit of a diet but you don't have to give her any special food or anything no same food just same food less food just less food and um it's We'll see. I just feel so bad. I know. Like literally put it down. She ate it and she got done. She looked up and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. So they want to, they want to see her again, like in a, like a couple of weeks to see how it's for going. a weigh in. Um, yeah. So <laughs> just think like two pounds over. <laughs> that's a really big deal. Yeah. So we, um, and Lucy takes supplements. So I give Lucy eye supplements. She had some eye problems a couple of years ago. Oh my gosh. I remember that. Yep. Um, and, uh, took her to the wonderful Dr. Carmen Kolitz. Um, uh, and the fixed her eyes. Um, but Brody is kind of like, she just eats all day, I guess, but it's not a lot. Like I wasn't, I, I mean, she really doesn't snack all day, but what's so funny is if you guys were to see a photo of Brody, mm-hmm. I'm going to post a photo of Brody on the alternative daily Instagram account. She is so tiny. It's almost ridiculous to imagine that she would have a weight problem because she's so small. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel so bad because she's so sweet and everything, but now I got to ration her food and so I'll keep an eye on it. But um, so that's, um, we need to keep our pets healthy. We can't obviously, um, you know, let them go, um, uh, you know, let them go out terribly. But do you have to do anything? Because you have like, you have like 30 cats. I have two cats. I have a five year old cat. Her name is Miss Kitty and she's fine. I mean, she eats her a little, name is Miss Kitty. Her name is Miss Kitty. <laughs> Miss Kitty Harris. She, um, She's great. She eats a lot, but I mean, she's got a great little personality. She's so cute. And then I have a cat named Midnight who I have had since I was in the fifth grade. Oh my! How old's Mid? How old? So Midnight? Midnight just turned eighteen years old. I'm oh, like man. back in. Don't say it like that. <laughs> He's looking in his eyes like, oh man, your cat's gonna die. I didn't say that. No, no. So she's obviously in good up, health. She's in very good health given her age. You know, it's not easy having a senior pet because, especially with yeah. cats, they um start to go a little bit crazy. Um, she's sort of got what you can consider like kitty Alzheimer's like she gets uh. a little bit confused every now and then and we know that she's she's completely lost her hearing 
but she can't see. Wait, she start barking? Pretend she's <laughs> she just does this yowling joke. thing. Yeah. She does this like, meow. I don't uh, want to do that into the microphone. It's really bad. But she does do this crazy yowling thing. But it's okay. I mean, like we take her to the vet. You know, she has to get more fluids now. Obviously, a big thing with cats is their kidneys. Sure. A lot of cats, um, you know, will end up passing away from like kidney disease or kidney failure, which is obviously like the worst part of it. So, you know, for her age and everything, I mean, she's great. But yeah. it's it can be trying at times to have an animal that is really old and in the middle of the night she gets confused so she'll start yeah. like howling and i just my boyfriend and i were joking that it's like preparing us for one day when like we have a baby in the middle of the night and so it's far so good same. i know Stop well so it. far so good i um i sleep through it <laughs> <laughs> so i told colin we're gonna have to get him one of those fake boobs one day <laughs> so in the middle of the night he'll just breastfeed um i've had a ton of friends say that you know we're not gonna have kids you know we have dogs, we have dogs. So it's the same thing. it is not the damn same thing it is not the damn same thing um so that's kind of uh, my update on brody and lucy and pet health and um, we have a really good um uh, like I said, you know, we, we feed them really well. Um, they eat, uh, um, it's, it's called Origin, which is a really good um, pet food. Uh, and it's, it consists of mainly things that they would eat in the wild mm-hmm. as opposed to, because if you look at a lot of your um, There's a lot of filler food, in there. a lot of like grain. Like mm-hmm. if you look at grain and corn is like the first ingredients and that's not what these dogs were meant to eat. So. I was talking to Susan one time, you know, Susan from the yep. Alternative Daily. You might know Susan. I, I, I know of her. Um, she gives her dogs and cats uh, coconut oil. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of crazy. I mean, she puts it, you can put it on like dog's skin, yeah. you know, and yeah. and they can also take it just like humans can. Yep. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, it helps with everything. 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 Okay. If you're a at a product. loss for what to do with yourself and you want to start one healthy thing, just start using coconut oil. That's right. That's right. That's probably like the easiest put thing it, to do. Put Windex on it too. Yeah. Put, <laughs> put some Windex on <laughs> it. You'll be fine. Um, so that's our update on those, but uh, on those little guys. Uh, but getting into the well, um, with the contest human health what, human health but with the contest winners we asked everybody what um, uh, what supplements that they mm-hmm. take and surprisingly like the top three I think I can say this it's not one's naming any names here uh, was vitamin D3 yep uh, magnesium and CoQ10 CoQ10 yeah those Ubiquitol. were the those were the top three ones that everybody's taken um, and I was I, it's kind of cool it's like that everybody knows about D3 which is awesome because you definitely I take D3 yeah if because you put sunscreen on and you don't go out into the sun <laughs> and get a tan, um, you wouldn't have to pay for it if you just went outside. <laughs> so, um, and actually, there's a f- quite a few people that even said, you know, we learned a lot about that between the, you know, of you know, if you're going to wear sunscreen, you know, at least get 20 to 30 minutes, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, right in the sun. So, um, thank you all for for um, for all of your submissions. Submissions, uh, and we'll get to the winner in here in a second. But the one thing that I actually, it's actually a new supplement that I've actually been trying. It's um, they're called digestive enzymes. Now, is this different than a probiotic? Yes. So, very good question. Well, thank you. you asked that. <laughs> um, so, pro- probiotics are extremely important, <clears throat> right? If you don't know what pro- probiotics are, it's putting the good belly bacteria mm-hmm. back into your gut because you lose some every day, and you need to have a healthy balance between good and bad. There's bad bacteria and there's good bacteria. Probiotics add good bacteria to it. However, you need to have, as as I've been learning and been told, you need to have a proper properly fertilized garden before you start trying to plant seeds plant seeds <laughs> there you go uh and to properly fertilize that garden you, ha- you need to have 
a good base of digestive enzymes. Mm -hmm. Now, your pancreas creates these um, naturally. Uh, but given the fact in our daily lives between stress, between environmental pollutants, and between some, some foods that we eat, you know, let's, keep, let, let's be honest here. You know what? Seven days a week, three meals a day, do you eat perfectly every single meal, Megan? No, no not at you, all. You don't. I don't either, right? And so you do end up putting some stuff in your stomach that, you know, kind of inhibit your natural enzymes. And I just learned about these things. These are kind of crazy. And um, I actually started taking them. And so what they do is they actually, um, if you don't know what digestive enzymes are, uh, and I'm just, um, you know, uh, learning about these and, 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 and becoming more aware of them, um, is that they actually provide um, enzymes in your stomach, additional enzymes to help your body naturally break down food, you know, protein, carbs, fats, etc. And so it's, it's, it helps for people who feel bloated, who feel gassy after meals. Um, if you just kind of feel uncomfortable after meals and even me, like even after eggs and stuff, like if I just eat eggs, I feel like really bloated after that. Some just, people feel this after dairy too. After dairy, mm -hmm. um, you know, and it's just kind of like, I just feel a little bit bloated after that. So you need to properly, um, uh, uh, you know, fertilize your garden before you enter the probiotics. You sent me a, a great article about this. And one of the ways that they describe it is they said, giving your body digestive enzymes to help aid in digestion is like hiring more workers for an extremely lar large task. Yes. So the more workers you have, the better executed the task will be. So I actually put these things to the test. Yeah, you told me you I did, did this. So here's what I did. So I got I got a good bottle of them in, and I said, "Let me see. Let me know." There's because there's supplements out there that you know sometimes if you take a D3, you don't you don't necessarily know if you feel better or worse. Right? No, I don't, don't feel right? anything. So I was like, "Okay, let me." Everybody I've talked to has said, "You know, you're gonna you definitely feel it." And I was like, "Let me let me at least try this." So I got them in on a Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. On Saturday, I said, "Gina, what are we doing for lunch?" And she said, "I don't know what's around." I was like, "Let's go get Mexican." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna put these things." To the test. After like the first time you took one, and it just took in a pill form. Yeah, so that, so they're in, they're in uh, they're all it's plant based uh, digestive enzymes, and so I so what you do is you take them with the first bite of your meal. So I'm just you know you're drinking your waters or whatever, mm -hmm. um, and then you take it with your first bite. So we got chips and salsa, and so perfect. <laughs> add a little hot sauce to that. So I take my take my. Uh, digestive enzymes. I love that this is all in the name of research. All in the Mexican name of research. Mexican at like 11.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Actually, this Mexican restaurant was not that good. It was a new <laughs> one that opened up and we'll probably never go back. But but we digress. But by digress. Um, so we so I take the two supplements with the, uh, my first bite. Just uh, chase it down with some chips and chase salsa. Chase it down with some <laughs> chips and salsa. And I uh, ordered three fish tacos. Um, and then Gina also got some of that queso dip. Oh, that I sounds mean, good. We decided Gina's to a lot of fun. <laughs> might not like coconut oil but she's a lot of fun we decided to go head first into this mexican wall <laughs> and so i take i take the supplements and and i'm waiting so I'm, you know we're eating and i just get you know just keep eating and the one problem like i've always had which is like not knowing when to stop because i usually back in my fat days i ate till completion <laughs> so I was like let's just go for it right and so i did and you know we get to check i'm done I'm kind of waiting for something nothing we get home nothing Noah goes down for a nap, nothing. And here I am, like, you know, an hour, two hours later, not bloated at all. I felt full, and it was here. Like, there's a difference between having, like, the bloated full feeling. Where you feel sick, And yeah. then just feeling, like, full. Like, oh, I don't have to eat. And I felt like, oh, I don't have to eat. 
And that was it, which is crazy because I do like Mexican food. I know you do. And so I usually get that, you know, that bloated feeling after. I didn't get it. That's amazing. It was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. So I took it to even further depths and decided to test <laughs> Can it. Can you invite me when you start doing research like this? And I wanted to test it on, on my, so I love Mexican food, but there's one thing that's my ultimate vice, pizza. It's like, let me try it with the pizza. And not gluten-free. No, it was gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> what are scared. you talking crazy? <laughs> so uh, me, and a, me and a friend who I haven't had dinner with in a while, we went out. There's a new um, gluten-free restaurant. Cool. That they have craft beer too. Cool. So, um, and uh, he's actually, Pete, he's actually lost um, 35, 40 pounds. Wow. And all he's done is just not, he stopped eating bread. Stopped, stopped eating, you know, all that starchy carbs. So, um so I pull and he was like, what the hell is that? And Pete's like this kind of like, you know, fishing guy, captain guy. He was like, what the hell is that? And I'm like, well, these are my supplements that I take, you know, before he <laughs> makes my belly feel better. And he was like, give me some of them. Let me try them before we eat the pizza. So we both took him. So I had the gluten-free pizza and didn't feel bloated at all. That's great. At all. So these digestive enzymes work. Um, so it's something that I've been trying and um, it just, and I guess what it really happens is that the, um, uh, it enhances and it adds, you know, enzymes in there to help break the food down inside your belly. Now, if you, I mean, and granted, like we were joking here between Mexican and, and you know, and pizza and stuff like that, but uh, you know, I didn't try it on fried foods. Like if you're going to eat really, 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 really shitty, shitty foods, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're really not giving yourself a chance. So I kind of ate like you're like, if people go out to a restaurant yeah. and, eat and stuff like that, it helped. Um, and so it's not like it just actually, it's not like it's a, like a Beano or something like that where it just masks symptom, symptoms. It actually breaks it down, which is better. You know, so it actually makes your digestive system more optimal to break them down. But you know what's interesting is you don't just have to eat like burritos and pizza. What? Because that's, all you, that's all I want to <laughs> eat. Yeah. Because what's interesting is that there's a lot of foods that contain enzyme inhibitors that we think are healthy, that are healthy. And some examples of those are raw peanuts, egg whites, nuts, seeds, beans, potatoes, peas, lentils. Those are all examples of healthy raw foods that contain enzyme inhibitors. So actually what that means is they neutralize some of the enzymes in your body. So when you want to take extra digestive enzymes, yep. that sort of helps that. But, and then here's something I found really interesting about the article that you sent me. There are some foods that are high in enzymes that would be a good idea to take. Right. Papayas, mangoes, avocado, which I eat every single day. Oh, wait. So I'm sorry. So back it up. The food you said before were things that actually... Inhibit it. So So you would food. want... Yeah, exactly. You would want to take it. So it's not like cool. just... It's not like... That's why you said sometimes when you eat eggs, you feel that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's eggs and lentils. Look at you. Yeah. I told you I read the article. Wow. So it's not just about eating, you know, like a burrito. There are certain things that you might feel this way after eating like lentil. Like I've felt, you know, bloated before after eating like a chili or lentils and stuff. The chili, yes. <laughs> well, yes, of course. <laughs> but what's interesting is you think, okay, so what if I just eat foods that are higher in enzymes? And again, papayas, mangoes, avocados, sprouts, and bananas are all enzyme-rich foods. But there's a catch-22. Uh-oh. Once the fruit or vegetable is ripe, it loses that concentration so of enzymes. So you got to eat them before it's ripe? Exactly. Once the produce ripens, the enzymes go back into the stem and the seeds so that it can reproduce. So, so you got to eat the avocado one. It's like still green and hard. Yeah, when like you're not going to eat it. Okay. So it's like one so of those why things. These, that's why these digestive enzymes you have to take are them. Really, really good. Cool. Yeah. So that's um that was my guinea pig um for the for the weekend. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Um. So I actually was not bloated at all. So you look very very svelte today. I thank to you. Tell you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um. So that wraps it. Up. Have you ever heard of digestive enzymes before this? No. No. no I hadn't. 
Awesome. Um, so this goes into the next um, uh, segment that we want to talk about here. And it's kind of a, it's going to make a hard right here, but it also has to do with kind of the whole aura of everything, the whole philosophy of everything. And it's the whole philosophy around the alternative daily. So we're just talking about digestive enzymes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing about the alternative daily is kind of, you know, living an alternative health lifestyle, living kind of an alternative lifestyle. And I'm not talking about swinging. I'm talking about just kind of, <laughs> you don't have to do what people are force feeding you. So for you, the, the perfect example of this is the food pyramid, right? Right. Everything that we were taught when we were in high school, brought down from the good old FDA and mm-hmm. everything, you know, all doctors saying, you know, at the top is I, I don't even remember what it said but the big portion was what breads pastas whole all, grains whole yep. grains and all these different things and couldn't be you know any more wrong right and so that's something that we were just always shoved on our throats of just like eat more pasta eat more this eat more that you know it's healthy for you the well, base of the and pyramid and, and as we're discovering more uh it's wrong and so but that's what happens is when you don't have a lot of uh, um you don't have a lot of information being spread to you which is kind of given through one specific channel you kind of just ending up believing it and so this next segment that i kind of want to talk about so this is a perfect segue is media same thing when it goes to just the news that's being fed to us and so if you look here in the united states we have kind of like the the few big players right you have your cnn you have your fox news you have your msnbc um and then you have what, what other ones are there i, I mean don't, there's abc there's NBC. yeah oh then you have all that yeah 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 and so I, I, there's definitely been in the past five years a bigger uh, bloom of you know alternative media outlets and be, by alternative it, I'm not even saying it has to be like alternative health or against the grain it's just a different um, different thought process different mind process and I'm not necessarily lumping in the conspiracy theory um, you know outlets and conspiracies out there although they're but I, I think that that's stereotypically associated with alternative news. It, yes, most it is. people assume that. Yeah. You know, like we're talking. You know, I have a family member. I was joking with you earlier that she watches only one news channel, and right. everything that she sees on that which news, one is that Fox News. Does she? And everything she sees on that channel, that's that's her news. That's what she believes. That's yeah. and that's fine. That's her prerogative. But if I were to talk to her about alternative news, she would assume I'm talking about, oh, aliens and this. (laughs) And you know what I mean? Like when I explained to her about this, when I first started working here, you know, almost two years ago or so, you know, she thought like this was a website that would tell you like, oh, if you have cancer, eat kale. And I'm like, it's not necessarily like that. Right, sure. The, um, and, and that's what a lot of people, they're just so just, we think alternative and we think it's gotta be something negative, Yeah, but it's, it's not, it's just like a different mindset. And even with the conspiracy stuff, like I'm not a big conspiracy theorist. Um, even with all that, that, the tragedy that happened last week, I, I saw it like a, literally like 30 minutes after it happened. Like people were like, did that really happen? Oh, this is just like from the gun control lobby and stuff like that. And at first I'm just like, I really turned off. I'm like, that's so terrible. But then I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm not giving it any merit because I do believe it was tragically. I believe it happened. Um, but it started making me think, you know, how much, how much information do we just gobble up that is not necessarily true, right? And how many, how many stories and how many news stories have, you know, when news reporters had to come back and say, I'm sorry, we made a, you know, made a mistake on that because you're taking it, you know, for, for truth right there. And so that's why I think like in the past five years, and again, I want to say that I, I'm not on board with the conspiracy for everything that happened in Virginia. I'm just saying the thought process, um, you know, from the conspiracy side is just saying we don't believe anything that any of the news channels tell us, which... I mean, I think there's some merit to that because I do think there's some conspiracies, but that something like that seems just too far fetched for me. Uh, But I'm open. I'm open to all ideas. Um, You know, it's interesting. I took um, 
I obviously, I went to school for communications and broadcast journalism and whatnot. And um, one of my favorite classes that I took when I was at Florida State and in the College of Communications was a class, and I think the exact title was like the political economy of media. And it was basically a class, it was so interesting. I really, really, really was so surprised by how much I loved this class. And it talked a lot about this and also about the fact that you know, there's so many things that we don't realize, like certain news organizations that are maybe owned under the umbrella yeah. of certain companies yep. or products or car companies or all these things. Yeah. And, you know, like there was a, a great example. And we don't see this as much anymore, but it's still prevalent. For example, um, a journalist might go out and do a story about, I'm just making this up, but this was an example that we were taught, about like a certain car company, right, that maybe all of the, the airbags are faulty. So they yeah. want to report on this story about how don't buy this car or, you know, cars between the years of 2012 to yeah. 14, airbags are dangerous. But then what happens is that company might be owned under the same yep. umbrella as, say, that car company. Yep. So then it's up to the news outlet to decide, okay, do we lose advertising yeah. or get in trouble or do we publish something? And it was like this very interesting because as a journalist, you always have to be so aware of that because they say, and I have worked for publications and different channels and stuff, and as much as you want to say, oh, there's a separation, you know, technically they're not even in the same room and stuff. I have worked at companies before where if we wanted to do a story on something and maybe yeah. it didn't shed light in such a positive way about something, yep. but we were afraid that we were going to maybe lose that advertising or piss somebody off. Yeah you don't really do it or it gets very, you know, hairy there. And of course that's illegal. You can't do that, but it happens so much. So it's kind of interesting to think like what we see out there that's actually getting passed versus what are all the things that we don't know about. I think there was actually something that happened over at Buzzfeed where I don't know if it was Coca-Cola or something. They did a piece like on, you know, soda being bad and it might not be coca-cola it might be something but they did something on something being bad and it was one of their sponsors and they came back and they deleted the story yeah. and everything like that and that's that's a big deal right of course and i mean it's just you kind of go back into the health of it you know why aren't i mean literally like the healthiest thing you can do is just like stop drinking soda right it's the easiest healthy thing but none of them like when they talk about like the health segments never talk about that no right? it's because why because coca-cola has a lot of money and they're buying a lot of media and once they start you know trashing them it's you know it's it's not good and so so that's why it's important to, and I'm not even saying that like there's specific alternative outlets out there that are 100% down the line, right? You just need to, I don't want to say pick and choose, but you know, for example, and I'm not saying do what I do, but here's like, for example, so like if something happens, um, let me look at like the major, like sometimes I don't even look at the major players, but if I do, if I look at a CNN or, mm -hmm. you know, what, I'll say, all right, what, what does Fox News say? Right. And then what do, you know, what does somebody like the Blaze say? Mm -hmm. And then what does somebody like MSNBC? Okay. So I'm getting all of it from everywhere. And then let me go to the other different sites or blogs that I go to. And, um, and that's why I also kind of just like the blogging aspect of it for the, um, uh, for news reporting. Like there's a lot of just, you know, from a news perspective, there's a lot of blogs that are coming out. And I think they're better in some they ways because they're yeah. not, they don't have to be so censored. They don't have to be so censored and blogs, in, you know, in theory compared to these bigger companies don't make tons of money. They mm -hmm. make money, but they don't make tons of money. So they're not held down by the Coca-Colas of the world and stuff like that. So, and that's why I think it, especially in this age, it's good to get a lot of information from a lot of different places to form your own opinion. Especially as we're talking about like the presidential election. Oh yeah. I think that in my opinion, that's like the biggest way to remain informed and to really learn is 
you know, going back to the my, you know my family you, member, if you're watching only one news outlet and you right. know who they support versus, and I'm not trashing one news outlet over the next, but it's like, I think that you need to sort of watch different news you channels. You can trash or, them. I'm fine with that. I'll no, take but I mean, you know, but it, it's just funny because, you know, I mean, obviously everybody jokes about like a Fox News being so ridiculous or so crazy, but, you know, I mean, there are crazy people on MSNBC yeah, and CNN and, 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 and you can see what their agendas are. Yeah, so cr- sometimes it's interesting to see how much they promote a certain person. Right. But like if you're trying to make an informed decision, you should be looking at all of them. Yeah. And, and the problem, like if you, if you look at Fox News, it's obviously more of a conservative bent. Right. And if that's if that's if that's kind of your typical values, that's fine. But it also helps to be informed from the other side. Absolutely. Now, what now what these companies do like a Fox News or even MSNBC, they'll employ a few like Fox News will employ a few liberals and then msnbc will will employ a few you have morning joe joe scarborough mm-hmm. who's, who's a uh, who's a conservative and so that kind of gives them a little like skin in the game right but that doesn't i mean it's all coming you know from the top down so i just i think it's always important to you know you don't even have to look at like the big heavy hitters you know i it's it's just get your news from i, I like these alternative sites like ours the alternative daily.com <laughs> it's not terrible uh but then just there's other blogs out there that you can get some you know get some really good information from to really check out you know what is you know kind of dig through all the kind of like the the corporate garbage mm-hmm. and so um and that's just and it's just kind of also, also how i've always lived my life anybody who's told me something i've always you know doubted it or waited to the last second to do it like um chores waiting till 4 30 <laughs> to do them um but it's important to get your news from everywhere and, and like you said especially during this presidential election because each network has a specific favorite of right? course and so it's i i, I just want to see them all slug it out and, and buzzfeeds <laughs> is donald trump <laughs> and Buzz, i mean be, because they're just trying to get clicks of and they're course, just trying it's, it's hilarious it's so it's so crazy um but you know it, especially as we're going into the next year it'll be interesting to see you know it, what sites kind of evolve is kind of being like the down the right and as somebody uh, another one i'll throw in there too um is huffington post i actually do you know I'll i read, like huffington I'll, post but i can't stand it anymore because here's why you see like it, they definitely have a very liberal bent yes they do yes they do uh, if if obama breaks wind they praise it saying uh. it's the best smelling <laughs> thing ever right and and and, and i am all, you know i I am liberal, but I don't, anything he does, I, I still have, I still look at it from just kind of, uh, you know, curious is eyes. Saying, is this Is this good? Is this mm-hmm. bad? And is there some bad things he's done, right? And so, but they just, like, a site like Huffington Post does not, it's just like, okay, and Fox News does it too. Like, if somebody, like, when George W. Bush, there was very little criticism, criticism of him. Same thing at Huffington Post, very little criticism from him. You know, if he breaks wind, oh my God, it's the best thing ever, but that's not necessarily true. But here's the other reason why I can't stand Huffington Post and probably why a lot of people hate liberal politics is because after you have Obama breaks wind right below that, it's Kim Kardashian did this and this other Hollywood person is doing this yeah. and this actor is doing that. And so when they do see that Hollywood has a liberal bias or that you know Hollywood has a liberal bias or whatever, I mean, it's definitely true because if you look at Huffington Post, like I really don't care what the actress from Les Miserables is saying <laughs> about coffee in another country. like I don't want to hear from her, right? And so that's that's what really bothers me is like the whole... And, kind of like the celebrity that's just people it's such a a big part of our culture now and it's so crazy i get it go to tmz 
They do it, right? Yeah. They do it they do it well. They're very good at but what they do. But that's how Huffington Post but is trying to get those clicks. They want to draw in those younger people by posting the if you look at their but that's Facebook. That's not news. That's I it, Yeah, but they're trying to expand to a larger audience now. I mean, we're, we're trying to expand to a larger audience, but <laughs> I I will refuse other than when you want to bring them up on a podcast. I refuse to we talk. We haven't about talked about them in a long time. Really get into that. But the I that's just the one thing I can't stand, right? Is is be, at least be fair. Um, and you know what? I've done my fair share of bashing Fox News and I've done my fair share of you know bashing Huffington Post. It's like, I just don't want to, I, I don't care what the Avengers cast is saying at a junket <laughs> in Colorado right now that has to do with climate change policy. They're, they're goddamn actors. That's yeah. all, they're just fake being people. So <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I also have a little bit of issues with actors too, but um, <laughs> the, uh, I'm very cynical. This is like that. a rant podcast. It's today. a rant <laughs> podcast. Actors literally just, they're just being paid millions of dollars just to pretend to be somebody. I know. How do I get a job like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, um, and that's my take. So uh, there's definitely a lot of blog, good blogs out there. Um, you know, I, I mean, we could name some. You have you have your natural news, which is out there. You have your natural society, which is out there. Um, you have the alternative daily, which is out there. Um, you know, and even some of the. Um, and then from the other side of things, you have Gawker. It's an extremely liberal site. You yep. know, no, there's no doubt about that. But they do dig a bunch and just trying to get to the you know to some of the truths. But it does have absolutely a a. Uh, a, um, a a liberal bent but then another one is like the blaze i know it's glenn beck i know a lot of people think he's crazy and stuff like that uh, but there is some good stuff that comes out of there and so if you can kind of just get your information from a lot of different places rather than just one i think that you can learn a lot i like vice a lot vice too. Is, vice is good it's more for the millennials yeah. um, um all right well then it's working <laughs> <laughs> and then you have um there's some that i actually don't want to name but um you know, buzzfeed is BuzzFeed is really trying to position themselves to be a serious news outlet. I mean, in addition to all the posts about like making, you know, pizza rolls using crescent rolls and then, you know, what the Kardashians <laughs> I mean, are wearing, then they do try to report on things. I mean, as we saw no, last week, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think it's interesting that they are trying to become that one-stop shop for news. Sure. Because if you look at BuzzFeed from a year ago, even, you know, they were, they post memes and they post funny articles and quizzes and stuff like that. And now... I mean, last week when those two journalists were um, brutally murdered, yeah. they were posting because I follow them on Facebook because I like to see some of these funny articles that they post. Yeah. They were posting like up to the minute just as I follow the Associated Press on Twitter right. and they'll post up to the minute information. And it was so interesting to think that like the place that I would go to to watch like, you know, yeah. what stoner character are you from dazed and confused take this quiz or which disney yeah. princess are you you know they have those stupid quizzes they're also like up to the minute posting yeah. about this news thing yeah no and it's i, I can see but it's at least better than going getting it from and it, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm like i'm not dogging on like the huffington well i am dogging on the huffington post but yeah you are but <laughs> it's at least getting you out of watching cnn and getting out of you watching fox news mm -hmm. and kind of like digging a little more on your own and um you know there's definitely you know it's just some really good other blogs out there to check out that would be a great uh thing to have people do to enter our giveaway tell us what sort of alternative news channels or blogs that they look at no no, we already have that. what we're going to do. You can't, you can't change up the script. <laughs> we never change that up. This is a perfect segue now. Into perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what we're not going to do. So we have our winners from last week. And here's winners. what we're going to do. Yeah, winners. You know what? There was, 
We had some incredible the, the pe- People emails. love Yeti coolers. People love the Yeti coolers. They love Yeti coolers. But you know what's so exciting is people, I'm so appreciative to everybody out there who is finally emailing in and saying hi to Jake and I yeah, and saying please and thank you. This is probably the biggest, you. the nicest, biggest crowd. This was had. amazing. Yeah. I mean, more than any other giveaway. Not yep. only have you guys written in so many people, but it was so amazing how many of you guys. I really want to give one to everybody. I know. I want. I wish we could because- you guys wrote some really great emails. I mean, we, Jake decided, I picked one winner just at random. And that's what we do is we do pick one person at random. But then Jake actually had picked three additional people. So we were, yeah, we're give giving away four. We're giving four. four Yeti hoppers. They're really cool. I love these bags. I, love I actually bags. like this a lot more even than the other. No, but you like the hat better. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for the hat. So we're going to actually announce our four winners. All right. So you go, you go one, I'll go one, you go one, I'll go one. So the first winner is Susan Doby. Susan Doby. Where's the... Are you going to play something? Congratulations, Susan Doby. I just want to read the first part of her email because it's so funny. She wrote, hi, guys. I love your podcast. Feels like I'm listening to a younger version of myself living in the future. Yeah. I liked when you were talking about the Facebook starting when you were a freshman in college. I talk about what it was like to be 20 years old and when AOL became available for the masses <laughs> and what it was like to get that you've got mail <laughs> announcement. That's very good. That was good, right? Yeah. After spending 30 minutes logging on to the internet. And you know what's so funny about that, Susan, and everybody else out there that I'm sure that can relate is... Have you ever thought about when your phone right now, like if you're on your iPhone or your tablet or something, and like the internet is running slow and you're like, oh God, this page won't load. Oh, my internet must be screwed up. I mean, do you not remember like sitting in front of a computer listening to what sounded like that fax line? I think it was Louis C.K. He's a famous comedian who said something like, it's beaming from the sky. (laughs) Give it some time. Um, But it's so true. It's so true. You're like, we're so impatient now. Okay, stop and just look outside for a second. I mean, like when we were young, I mean, I remember like when our family got one computer and we had it in our, in my parents' room. So my sister and I wouldn't kill each other over it. Yeah. It was huge. And we'd be like, mom, nobody answered the phone. Cause you remember we had to like connect the house phone or you get like a second line for internet. Yeah. That was always cool. Like, oh my God, I got my, got my own phone line and I'm gonna hook up my internet up to it. (laughs) So congratulations, Susan Doby. We will be emailing you. Did you ever play computer games when you were little? I played Oregon Trail. I mean, everybody did. Carmen San Diego. Carmen San Diego. Um, there was one that I actually played. Um, well, Paperboy was a big one. I didn't um, play that. Um, it was like on like Nintendo and stuff like that, but it brought it to the computer. Um, uh, the very first one I ever played, which is, it's kind of morbid, but it was like really cool because you never seen anything like it, was a uh, Wolfenstein. I didn't even hear it that was, like, one. It was one of those like first person shooters where you like, walk around Jesus. and you had to go, like go like into you know you had to it was I don't even want to get into it, it was crazy. Um, yeah, and then the other one like when I finally got a computer in my room, I played a game called Mist. Ooh. It was kind of like a you were like on an island, but you had to like. It was like puzzles to get out, but like true puzzles of like, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. I, so I keep saying I don't Susan want to is the first winner. Susan. The second winner is. Second winner is Wendy Harrison. Congratulations. Wendy. All right. So you're going to get a uh, Yeti hopper. Um, and here is what she said. Uh, it was, um, I subscribed to your email list. Uh, by the way, we have 1.5 million people subscribed to our list. <laughs> But today was the first time I listened to the podcast. It was very interesting. So she's not reading the emails. <laughs> she's not reading them. Um, and I love the way you two just talk and act natural. 
Uh, nobody likes to just listen to somebody talk about healthy stuff. We picked you because you're honest. That's right. Uh, much better with the banter. Um, and I do want to add this. Um, I also like the few chords of a song that Jake uh, plays at the beginning of the podcast. I agree that nobody likes to listen to all four to all four to all to a full four minutes. Laugh out loud. <laughs> well, you haven't heard me play for four minutes, Wendy. So, uh, so Wendy, you win a Yeti Hopper. All right, Megan. The next winner is. <laughs> Timothy Havel the second. I think he's the third. Oh, there's only two there's only Roman two? numerals here. Oh, maybe he's the second. Hi, Megan and Jake, <laughs> but mostly Megan. The show is great. <laughs> looks I, like you have, I think you might have a secret admirer. <laughs> Thank you, Timothy. The show is great. I think I've listened to five episodes now. I actually enjoy the uke, but I was going to challenge Jake to playing an entire song before he admitted to only learning the first 30 <laughs> seconds. Conversation is very genuine with you two. It's kind of endearing that you seem to forget to go to your scripted topics. Yeah. All right. Just throw it out the window. Congratulations, Timothy. Timothy, you're going to get one. You always win if you try and That's suck right. up to me. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, I got to make sure that I get this right. Uh, this is from Kendra Kent. Um, and she says, uh, my name is Kendra Kent. <laughs> and uh, she did say good morning, Megan and Jake. And she takes a multivitamin every single day along with a vitamin C. Good stuff. Um, she said that she would like to win this Yeti to give to my mother, Relena. Her 50th birthday is coming up. So happy birthday, Relena. She has been wanting this kind of Yeti, and I think she deserves it. She listens to your guys' podcast every um, prod- podcast every work morning. Okay, well, we may need to do a di- daily one then. <laughs> um, and she works from home, and I can hear it in her office. Anyways, thank you guys, and have a great day. Always, Kendra Lynn, Kendra Lynn Kent. What a nice daughter. Yeah. What a really great daughter. Um, and, you know, I hope you're not lying. I hope that's a true story because... You're getting one. <laughs> you're, you're you pulled getting our, one. Hu- our and, heartstrings. And you got to live with that if you're not. So um, So I will be emailing all four of you, Wendy, Kendra, Timothy, and Susan. And thank you again for everybody that did write into that. So you might not have been one of the four winners, but Jake and I are going to do something really exciting. We are going to be giving out alternative daily hats. This was probably like we, our biggest. This is the biggest one. This is the most response we ever got. Uh, no, at second was the Yeti cooler. Um, but we did this at the beginning of the summer. This was the first. So now one this we ever is did. you know this is the end of the summer. Well, I like to live life on an endless summer. <laughs> <laughs> we so know I hate that. saying this. Um, but the end, I guess you could say, of the calendar summer with yes. Labor Day coming up and everything. Um, let's end it off with a bang, and we want to you know it end it how we brought it in. Oh, with free hats. Bring it all full so circle. So we got f- we got fifty. Five zero. 50 hats 50 people are gonna win hats 50 winners and we are not gonna read all of your name maybe we'll like scroll through it real quick i don't yeah. know probably not but we'll <laughs> pick some of our favorite emails to read yeah. that's for sure uh, you at least got to catch our eye 50 free hats um and if you want something said on air say it we know we'll do birthday requests we just did one <laughs> yeah we'll do whatever <laughs> you guys want um so 50 free hats to the first 50 people and what do they have to do megan you have to email us at podcast at thealternativedaily.com. That is podcast at thealternativedaily.com. Subject line, hat. All right, there you go. It's easy enough. And in the email, what do you want them to do? Because you didn't want them to go with my idea. You have so, to say no, hello. Yeah, you have say, to say, say hello. please and thank you. Um, and then you just suggest keep, keep the topics coming. We'll oh, yeah, it we easy do love. You. Yeah, we do love to um, hear what topics you guys want us to talk about as we're planning the shows. And I personally would like to know what sort of alternative news sites you guys go to. Oh, man. That's just me personally. And the answer is the that's not, Daily. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you'll win. Yeah. Um, send us your topics. And um, so one last time, podcast at thealternativedaily.com. Subject line, hat. 
And in the email, let us know. I just forgot it. Topic. Topic. Oh my God. Topic. This yep. coffee's got like my brain all over the place. Oh, uh, it's good coffee. Um, yeah. That's right, how we're so that's it. So we will pick 50 or really the first 50 people because there might be more than that. We'll win these alternative daily hats and they really truly are awesome. I mean, it's honestly, my boyfriend told me it's the first hat I've ever looked good in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a face for hats, but well, this one, I, I look wearing, damn good. Maybe it's because you were always wearing one of those big derby hats. <laughs> yeah, that's like, right. I can take that off. Or so, do, wait, do you wear a fedora? No, my God, no. You're down in South Beach, so... So I should be wearing my fedora? Fedoras and aviators. No, and just no, bikinis. No. And that's what I yeah. guess all walk around down there. Yeah, Jake's like, oh, you don't go to work in a bathing suit? I'm like, no, just to job interviews. Just to casting. <laughs> all right. So do you want to do... Um, we might only have time for one more topic. Okay, then I want to do the... Do you want to do Do you want to do lonely billionaire yes. or do you want to do psychics? I want to do lonely billionaire. Okay. You want to do psychics. Let's, let's ask the crowd. Billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here's a great article. Go for it. Okay, so a man named Marcus Person. Now, people might not know who Marcus Person is, but you might have heard of the game that he invented or created called Minecraft. Now, almost a year ago, Microsoft actually purchased Minecraft from this guy for $2.5 billion. So they took Minecraft. And I mean, most people that are gamers are familiar with Minecraft. And Marcus himself, he actually did not... Did you know about it before this? Yeah, I've heard of that. And Minecraft, for everybody, I don't get it, but it's like pixelated, mm-hmm. meaning it's not... It's like, like supposed to look like an old school video game. Yeah, and so like I actually saw somebody like for Halloween like walk around. I was like, what is that pixelated person doing? And I've come to find out later it's from a game. It's from Minecraft. So Marcus Person actually created Minecraft and he sold it to Microsoft for $2.5 billion less than a year ago. And he actually decided not to join Microsoft when he did that. Now the guy's he's relatively young. He's like in his 30s. He makes $2.5 billion. So what does he start doing? Well, he buys a $70 million mansion. Yeah. He starts hosting wild and crazy parties. Who and wouldn't? Inside his mansion, I want, I want you to see a photo of this. He had built a massive wall made entirely of candy. Did you just eat the candy like off the wall? Like, like you no know hands? when you go to those candy stores and like you put your bag underneath and oh, you pull the yeah. things? Oh my God. How old is this guy? He's young. What? Do you see that photo? Oh my God. So he has this $70 million house like in Beverly Hills. He has this candy wall, like a 16 car garage. Just <laughs> absolutely insane. And just his feet. Just like, it's just kind of like, there's nobody else You there. can look this up. Yeah. And so he actually, it's really kind of sad. He's very busy on Twitter. He's always tweeting and whatnot. And he's been tweeting lately that he's really, really bored and he's deeply lonely. And he tweeted. Is he trolling everybody, do you think? I think that, I mean, I think that he might have been, you know, not such a social person. Sure. And then, you know, he's got this money. He starts having all these people around. But, you know, it doesn't like, you can only buy so many friends. And he started tweeting. And this is a quote. The problem with getting everything is you run out of reasons to keep trying. And human interaction becomes impossible due to imbalance. Hanging out in Ibiza with a bunch of friends and partying with famous people I'm able to do whatever I want, and I've never felt more isolated. Wow. It's really sad. I mean, you think like, now oh did, my now God. Now, you got this from Business Insider, which again, is a pretty cool place mm-hmm. to, to get some information. Uh, did they interview him, or are they just getting like his... They're, they're just, they pulled a whole list of his tweets. Okay. So he's talking about, you know... In Sweden, I will sit around and wait for my friends with jobs and families to have times to do stuff. I watch my reflection in the mirror. 
I found a great girl, but she's afraid of me and my lifestyle and wants to date a normal person instead. People who make sudden success are telling me that this is normal and it will pass. That's good to know. I guess I'll take a shower then. <laughs> so it's just, I mean, it's kind yeah. of interesting because, you no, know, tough because how many people have said, oh man, I wish I, if I was a billionaire, sure, he, if I had he, And this. he didn't ask for, you know, no. loneliness and stuff like that. So again, when you, when you get that amount of money, you know, $70 million house is really not that big of a deal. No, 2.5 billion, billion right? dollars. And so he did what probably the majority of people would do. Um, and it's, I mean, it's a tough thing. Like, I don't know. I don't, it wasn't an interview with him, so it wasn't like he, they interviewed him before and after. Um, but I, I guess, you know, on a smaller scale, uh, and I, I'm, I'm not rich, but I'm saying from a standpoint of having like a very flexible job, um, when I kind of started doing this, I went from like in an office with, you had like, you know, hundreds, surrounded by hundreds, hundreds, you know, hundreds of people. And so you could go get a drink after work, go get lunch and stuff like that. Well, now I'm like more flexible and so I'll call my friends and say, hey, what are you doing? Like, we got to work. I'm like, oh, why do you have to work? You know, <laughs> so um, I, and I'm not comparing myself to this. No, to this I can understand the same thing but because just like, I don't well, have a normal well, schedule. Because you have a little bit more free time and then it's kind of like, oh, well, all right, well, I can't do this with, you know, with, you know, Tim or Matt because, you know, they're working and stuff like that. But on a completely grander scale, I mean, if you're going to like a, a visa because you could just for the F of it and you could have the money and just like if your normal friends who weren't billionaires before can't go, it's kind of kind of lonely yeah so I mean I, I see it with like my job obviously with all the freelance work that I do you know I'm not busy at Monday through Friday from nine to yeah. five and so sometimes like you know I do my own thing during the week as you do and then I'll find that like Colin will come home from work or my friends will get off work and they're having sat in an af office all day and they're they don't want to talk to anyone they right. just want to unplug and yes. I'm like wait somebody talk to me yeah. like let's go do something I've been alone all day I am um, and I was listening to um, it was a couple of years ago and I was actually listening to Howard Stern. He had Jerry Seinfeld on who Jerry Seinfeld didn't do like a lot of interviews, but did. I love him. Jerry Seinfeld. And so Howard, he, he's a great interviewer. Howard is, and he has some really cool, I'm sweating <laughs> really hot. <laughs> uh, and he asked a, uh, he asked a, he asked a question to Jerry. He's like, do you just buy whatever you want? Do you just get whatever you want? And Jerry, and I've always remembered this. And Jerry said, he was like, if you do that, everything is just going to get boring and lonely. If you just buy whatever you want, you, you want a you know, 180 foot yacht, go buy it. And he can afford like all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Jerry Sanfield. And he's like, you have to learn to tell yourself no, because it just, it just makes life a little bit more enjoyable. Cause if you can just get everything, then what? Right. Yeah. And it's actually like kind of like a deeper philosophical question, which is like, you know, what's, let's say when you want that house or you want that car or you want that boat or you want, you know, whatever it is and you get it, it's nice then what right and it's just and something um I, I somebody i heard somebody say this which was you know you don't necessarily like that house and you don't feel attached and it's because it's, it's like a, a material physical thing you like the feeling of getting mm -hmm. that house that boat that you know that surfboard that whatever it is uh, that walkman or that game boy <laughs> <laughs> um and you you like that feeling of getting that and how can you actually reproduce that feeling now that's also dangerous too because you don't want to just try and keep getting that feeling of, of getting things because that could lead the leads you down a dangerous road but if you can just notice that it's just it's the feeling that you get which is a pleasurable feeling a pleasurable experience and it's temporary um, that helps you get through a lot of things. Um, and so, I mean, <laughs> it's funny. I mean, I can see how people get like an, uh, an Amazon problem, which is, oh, you, yeah. cause you like getting things delivered to your door. Absolutely. And I actually found myself, I drove up to the house yesterday and I looked at the front door. There's nothing there. I was like, Oh, and I was like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> relax. I don't need to get anything from Amazon. I don't need to go buy something, but you can see it. Right. And so if you can kind of catch yourself and say, 
yeah, that $70 million house would be nice and stuff like that. Well, it's, it's the feeling that I'm going to get. And of course, is there's some security that goes along with, you know, houses and shelters and stuff like that. But a lot of it has to do with like that. The, you like that feeling that you get. And if you can reproduce that with family, you can re- reproduce that with friends. You know, that's that's what you should be going for. I just think it's really interesting that he's talking about how much his life has changed. I mean, through his, his social media, but about the fact that it not necessarily has changed for the better. Right. You know, in, in some ways it just shows, and as cliche as it sounds, that money doesn't buy you everything. Money can't buy you happiness. Right. I mean, it's true. I mean, what good is a $70 million house if you feel alone? What good is a trip to Ibiza if yeah. you've got nobody to enjoy There's it There's another with? thing that I heard the other day. Um, and actually, it actually wasn't the other day. It was, um, it was another Howard Stern interview, and I forget who the person was. And they, he was like, God, you have so much money. You know, do you just not have to worry about anything? And the person said... I just no longer have to worry about finances. I still worry about my daughter dying. I still worry about this person getting cancer. It takes one worry away. But, but the, every other, other worry other is worries. still there. Yeah. And, yeah. So, and the same thing, like if you think about it, like another example is I, like all my family lives close, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's a worry for some people of not having their family live close because, you know, I don't, you know am I never going to see them again? Well, they all live around me and I see them a lot. <laughs> for good, bad, or worse, I, I see them a lot. But it takes away that one worry of, you know, what is this the last time that I see them? You know, and mm-hmm. you only see them like two or three times a year and stuff like that. So it's kind of simple, like, you know, of just kind of, it's just a there's a balance of things and it kind of goes into i texted you this earlier on my, on my walk on oh the yes beach, which is my spectrum theory yes and so it's something i'm working on but it, it, like it's life is a, like a full spectrum and it's kind of actually like a full circle circle infinite spectrum okay and so if you think about if you think just like a regular linear spectrum you have like one end is crazy and the other end is crazy and like everybody wants to be in the middle well that middle is kind of boring right so you kind of have to get out of that middle a little bit to experience something but on the flip side on the far right of it on the spectrum was like really, like really, really good. And the far left is like really, really, really bad. And the, <laughs> but if you get all the way at the end of it, even if the really, really good, it can actually morph you into a really, really bad person. And then you got to find your way back to kind of. So that's why you're saying it's more of a circle than a linear. Yeah, it's more of a circle because if you look at, because I, I, you know, if you look at just people who, let's say like really, really good people. Um, and let's just say really good people. Uh, how can I say this? Let's just say, let's just say somebody who's like really helped you, like a really, really good person. Well, they could actually, or maybe like a self-help person or something, like really just want to help people out or like a trainer, just somebody who just does really good things, teachers. Um, but they kind of then get a sense of ego where it's like, I'm really good and I can do this for this person. I can do that. I can do this. And they kind of build up their own ego of saying, now I'm the best at making your life better. And now they look at their life and it's total Not shit and so now they're on the other side right they've kind of come that come around and so w- with the with the kind of the spectrum thing it's kind of you always hear about like moderation and balance mm-hmm. and, it, and it's so cliche to say too but because the middle i i know is boring i know i know the middle is boring but if you for your like the moderation balance is is for each person what feels right mm-hmm. for you and so if you can, you know, there's nothing wrong with him getting $2.3 billion. And there's nothing wrong with getting a $70 million house. It's just that, was that right for him? And as he might be seeing, it might not, not be. have been. You know, and maybe, maybe it, he gets a $20 million house. He could have the same thing, but it's, it's him finding that balance in life. Uh, and it's a balance for him because that balance for him is not the balance for you. And the balance for me is definitely not the balance for anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> we know. So it's, uh, it's because 
and it's the same thing with like food and everything because people always say, what's well, a balance? Like, you know, if I just go eat pizza two times, you know, two or three times a week, you know, it's fine because I eat healthy for the rest of the week. Well, that may not be true for most people because, you know, just because yeah. of the way you're made up. So balance and moderation is a one to one thing. It's not a, you know, a many to one thing. So, um, you know, I do feel bad for this guy. You I know, do, too. I think and, it's kind of sad. And he, I think he swung a little bit. kind of kind of like the just got Let me just buy a whole bunch of stuff. And now he's. This is kind of the good side of it, which is he he's not starting to learn. He start he swung to kind of let's say a bad side of just like getting whatever he wants, and now he's saying, oh well, now maybe that's not it. And he's a young guy, so it's actually a re- it's it's a really cool thing. This would have really sucked probably if he was a much older if he was a much guy. older guy, and he like he worked his life, and now he gets all this money, and then oh, you know I have everything, and it sucks, and uh, I'm 85 years old, and that's it. So um, he, he I consider him lucky that he's actually figuring this out right now. It's kind of amazing that he is sort people, of there's learning. People in his shoes. That will get the seventy million. I mean, get the two point five billion, buy the seventy million, and live a very mindless life and a very mm-hmm. shallow life, and then li- and, and then f- discover what he's discovering later on in life. So, he's, you know, he's got a really cool opportunity in front of him. Yeah, and I mean, maybe it's true. Maybe it will sort of like start to even out because this is he became a billionaire That's less crazy. than a year ago. How old is he? He's young. He's like in his early thirties. Man, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, if you look at also like the lottery winners and stuff like oh that, my gosh. like how many of them actually turn out okay? It's a very, very small percentage. Well, there's that whole, not to get too into like conspiracy theories, you know, a lot of people believe in like a lottery curse. Oh, no. Yeah. Like if you win the lottery, You're I don't cursed. think it's a conspiracy. I think that's just, I think it's actually science where it's like <laughs> you get all this money because because you spend your whole life let's say in this little i'm not even saying little but like in your own world and then it's opened up to all the mm-hmm. possibilities it's kind of it's crazy it's kind of like you almost need to get there yourself and it's it's i don't know um i think that you got to find your balance on that spectrum on that seesaw right yeah on that seesaw of life Oh, there we go. There we go. What a way to end All it. Right. That was really beautiful. So, everybody, we hope that you have a great, safe, and healthy Labor Day weekend. Remember, enter the contest to win an alternative daily hat. We're going to give away 50 of them. Email us. The email address is podcast at thealternativedaily.com. Subject line hat. And in the email, say hi, how we're doing. We want to let know how you guys are doing. And also just tell us a little bit more about what sort of topics you want to hear us cover on the podcast and on thealternativedaily.com. If you're on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Just search The Alternative Daily. And of course, if you are going to listen to our podcast, you can find them on the website, on soundcloud.com, and on iTunes. Megan, that was that was really good. Perfect, right? <laughs> perfect. And I, I I can't talk while I um strum anymore. <laughs> I don't know how singers do it. Um, do you want to go to lunch? Yeah. Oh, you're gonna take me up. I'm I, thinking I, about Mexican food now. <laughs> I, I, I um I asked you last week and you said no, you couldn't go, so she stood me up. So um, so this week we're going, but you're we'll gonna go need lunch. to change your shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm sweat. It's hot. It is hot. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, you've already told us where they can find us. Um, and remember, when you're free hat, you already covered that too. Mm-hmm. And um, So we're good. We're good. Time to say goodbye. Well, we will, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep dragging it on because <laughs> some people will listen to me. Um, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Take care. There you go. (laughs) That was a good one.